0: You are tuning in right here with your host, Brandy J. Voices of Courage 2020 Rise? And I have here with me today an amazing guest by the name of Sean Tobias Ambrose. Sean Tobias Ambrose is a U.S. Army soldier, so we salute you. But he's also written a book, an amazing book, called Ghosts of the Valley. And he would love to tell us all about it and talk to us about his experience in the army so let's go ahead and welcome Sean Tobias Avery welcome this musical piece that's coming up that I did with an app called groove pad is dedicated to our U.S. soldiers so I hope that you guys enjoy it thank you Okay. Hey there, everybody. I am here with a special guest by the name of Sean Ambrose. He is um, one of our United States heroes, our soldiers, and author. Right? Right, Sean? Are you here with us? Yes, he's there, because you can see him. (laughs) I don't do video very, very often at all whatsoever. So, Sean, thank you for joining me again.
1: Yeah, no worries.
0: Yeah, we had problems the first time, but second time's a charm. So, right. uh, so Sean, uh, can I ask you what, so you're in the army mm-hmm. and what, what, what do you do in the army?
1: Um, <clears throat> so I'm a military police officer um, but right now I'm just an instructor. So I teach uh, the senior leaders course. It's more of a leadership development yeah. institutional course um, that's mandatory before you become a senior leader. So um, I'm one of the instructors here for that
0: awesome awesome so when exactly did you enlist
1: um valentine's day 2008.
0: awesome okay was that uh by that was just like random uh, yeah, valentine's yeah. Day? <laughs> so yeah okay that's, that's pretty cool okay so since you've um enlisted in the military how has it changed your your life
1: in every aspect i mean um i i, I don't even remember how i used to be you know 12 years ago so couldn't even tell you um you know probably everything's completely opposite i used to be a quiet kid and not that i'm a loud mouth now but i'm not afraid to not be shy um you know so because i just grew up as a shy kid stuff like that and so obviously the experiences that i've gained kind of have carried me to where i'm at now so yeah it's just completely 180 for me so
0: okay okay so your family, they were um, very, very supportive when you made this choice?
1: Yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody's real supportive. I think they all kind of knew I was going to um, join the military in some capacity. They didn't know what, neither did I, but I think they all knew.
0: Yeah, so something was like, growing up, you kind of, they knew, kind of were like into like like Probably. soldier stuff?
1: Yeah, I was watching all the movies, playing soldier in the backyard with my cousins. and Yeah, so I, I, I grew up in all that stuff.
0: Destined to be a hero. Well, I'm very <laughs> grateful to you, so.
1: Thank
0: you. Um, taught me a lot. Uh, I learned a different kind of appreciation. I really didn't know, no, I knew. But after I spoke to you, I completely knew what um, the military, what they stood for, and what, you know, mm. it just, I took it to heart. So I get very offended and disrespected. I have you guys back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, from all your experiences, you have became an author of "Ghosts of the Valley," right? Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Okay. Can you tell us? Um, can you tell us about your book?
1: Yeah. So the book is. Um, it's a I don't want to say a memoir or a biography. It's just it's a story that's told through my eyes from both of my deployments to Afghanistan, um, specifically two major battles that I fought in. And it, uh, it kind of is a leadership book built on resilience and showing other people that have been through trauma and it doesn't have to be combat. Um, you know, that they're not alone and that there's resources out there and people care. And, uh, you know, just us as a human race, just it's it's how we cope and deal with things and, that, and people have different ways of doing it, but, uh, you know, they don't need to do it alone. So hopefully this book will inspire them to, Reach out to others or maybe even tell their story.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I I well today's the sixth. So my book. I have a book, everyone. Should be here today. So as they said, between the fourth and the sixth in my head, I heard it will be here on the fourth. (laughs) So I'm like looking and waiting. I'm like, hey, (laughs) so the sixth. So I'm staring at the door. (laughs) Most definitely. Okay. Well, I think that, um, I think a lot of people can gain from that because, uh, I don't know what's wrong with everybody, but we'll carry on. (laughs) So, um, through your, all of your experiences, have you, what was, um, some of your hardships that, you know, that you dealt with since you've been in the military?
1: Um, most of it was deployment related, coming back from deployment, dealing with, um, you know, guilt trips, dealing with uh, just the, the trauma itself, the nightmares. Um, I think just the, just the aftermath the, that the, it kind of takes on your, on your mind. I mean, uh, there's been some artists that have taken, for example, for visual learners, they've taken pictures of a soldier before, during, and after a deployment and how they've changed physically. Just you could see it in their face. And, and war just drains you slows you down, it ages you very quickly. So, just dealing with all those demons coming home, I think, was the hardest part, both times. But, um, there hasn't really been many other challenges. I'm not saying the army was easy, but uh, I had some great leaders that, like, put me in positions to be successful.
0: Ghosts of the Valley. Sean Tobias Ambrose a captivating account of the toll combat takes on soldiers mentally and physically compelling lessons in leadership that SFC Ambrose learned as a young soldier and later demonstrates as a sergeant leading soldiers.
1: Cool. So things, some things just came naturally and a lot of it was luck as well. So other things haven't been, I want to say difficult. Um, just you know i I work hard for it so
0: okay Okay. so um i know also did you like know because i know when we spoke you said about good two percent um of soldiers in the military see actual like like war
1: yeah
0: they go over and um do you like you never know when that who that's going to be right you just
1: no i mean so yeah, I don't know the exact percentage. I was just kind of making it up. But I do know it's a very drastic number. Um, you know, over the course of 20 years, God has to have been over over a million easily, um, probably close to two, if that, uh, people that have served in Iraq or Afghanistan, you know, in two decades. And so of all those people, I, and this is just me, again, just guessing. It's not a factual statistic. Um, but, you know, I've read things out there that showed that only, like, Around two percent if that have actually seen you know real raw combat, not some rocket that flies in a hundred meters away or something like I'm talking about like direct action with the enemy maneuvering on them to kill them kind of a kind of combat and so uh yeah you, you never know when or who that any of that's gonna happen um, it's it, it's hard to tell in the, the today's modern combat. Uh, it really just depends on where you get stationed and what the situation is around where you're at. Um, but when it comes to future wars, I mean, I mean, Iraq, Afghanistan, we were pretty established. We have little bases all over the place, all over the country, and we kind of operate out of those. But, you know, when you look at future wars, it, you know, I'm not going to name countries names, but, you know, if we go against another country who's equally as powerful as us, you know, as far as, you know, peer to peer type battle, they have tanks, we have tanks kind of thing. Um it's going to become very difficult um, and a lot of people will die and a lot of people are going to see combat then. So, uh, you know, having combat experience is good because we could spread that knowledge for, you know, to future generations. So, yeah,
0: For sure. I know that um, a lot of times I'll hear someone, usually fairly young, they'll say, uh, you know, I'm just going to go to the the military and then they'll have all these reasons, like uh, the, the benefits from it would you say that this is something that you would need to really take a look into and research? It's not, obviously for me, it's not something you take lightly because this is like a life-changing, selfless, yeah. very, very uh, serious position that you'd be taking.
1: Well, I mean, at 18, 17 years old, you're not thinking about those things. You know, you don't know what love of country is. You don't know what sacrifice is. I mean, fuck, you still complain about taking the trash out at that age, so. <laughs> You really don't know anything and so it's hard to just want to crack down on these kids for that mentality because we all had that mentality you know half yeah. of us joined during the time of war i mean i joined in 08 where iraq was calming down and afghanistan was starting to come up and you know a lot of guys were joining they were just straight up blunt about it like, i want to go fight plain simple fuck the benefits like i just i just want to go fight and and you know you have to have people like that on your side but um and then yeah there's others that that you know since you know since you know, the 200 plus years of our Army's existence, um, people have joined for the benefits. I mean, that, and that's not like it's a bad thing. I mean, that's what those benefits are. That the benefits are um, incentives, and they're enticing to get people out of uh, places and, and scenarios that maybe back home, but not in, in good neighborhoods or You know good places with their family and they just want to get away then the the military is a perfect option because we're going to house you we're going to feed you we're going to clothe you we're going to give you training education free education we're going to give you money every two weeks uh full benefits mental uh dental uh physical like i mean you where else can you get that there's no job out there that provides that yeah Um, i could go to the doctor every single day this week i go to the er right now for no reason whatsoever and i don't have to fucking pay a dime so when you look at the benefits of all of it compared to like a lot of people have insurance and they can't pay to go to the ER and they'd rather just stay home sick and they can't afford medicine. Like this is one of the the, the best options you can do. Um, yeah. And you don't have to do it for 20 years. Like I said, do it for the three, four, five years. Do your initial contract, get that experience, get your education, get a free diploma and go out into the civilian workforce and use that discipline and that attention to detail and all those things that you learn from the military and apply that. To the civilian world so that's why a lot of countries do mandatory military service because it forces all of the civilians to be on the same page understand what the military goes through understand what sacrifice and love of country is and that when they go back into the civilian workforce um, they apply that same discipline that they learned in the military which then makes their economy better so just drives a good working force
0: We can actually learn something from uh, other places, huh? Yeah. We can work together. <laughs> I mean, we really can. I don't understand what's yeah. going on here. But, but yeah, uh, we
1: just don't do that because we're the country of the free. So <laughs> <laughs> we leave, every choice, is, uh, every human choice pretty much is 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 up to that individual. And so mandatory military service, unless, unless a draft is called upon, um, you know, should be the individual's choice. I mean, that's... That's why we do have the people that serve in the military now, because they're willing to go step in mm-hmm. front of those bullets so that we can maintain that constitution that says, if I don't want to serve in the military, I don't want to serve in the military. Or if I want yeah, to no. go do this, I'm going to do that. And so we fight for those rights. So that's that's what also makes us unique. So
0: Yeah, which is pretty cool, because you should want to want to do, you know, I don't think I would want to be that person that didn't want to, and then I wouldn't want to. Have some, you know, that could work, not work out too well, <laughs> yeah. you know, as far as somebody that does not but to each its own, um, learn something every day. Well, so uh, I don't want to, let's see, I want to ask you something. Um, do you find it odd or what would you say to people that, um, I don't think it makes sense to fight with people in your own country? What could you say to a bro? To I see pain and hurt and confusion. What would you say to some uh, to a, to a people that you know that just? Because I feel like you guys are out there and you do what you do to you because you want to and you protect us and our country. And then we're over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really, is this is what we're doing right now. And yeah. I, all I want to do is speak, um, like good. You no, know, if we've done enough negative, like goodness, kindness, you know, no more negative, just hmm. speak, you know, just good. I don't want to speak negative or complain or, or anything anymore. And I just don't hmm. know what would you say
1: to the person who is tired of of what like the like where things are at currently
0: or just to to a people to, to you know, to inspire for the better.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think our country is completely torn into a lot of pieces right now with the presidential elections and the race issues and and everything else going on. And yeah, for guys like me that have have gone off and fought in the war and come back home, you know, it's not, it's not something you want to see. You want to see a United States. You want to see people unite and you want to be proud to be an American. And it shouldn't be in this internal struggle because that's exactly what every other country that hates us wants. They, they want us to tear us up.
0: story of courage, commitment, and tragedy, SFC Ambrose shares his love of country and fellow soldiers. The triumphs and tragedies of war unfold with every turn of the page. He shows how teamwork, preparation, and leadership overcome all obstacles.
1: From the inside out so that they could attack at the, at the opportune times when we were weak. And so all we're doing is giving every other country um, a physical uh, and an emotional um, and psychological advantage over us every time stuff like this happens. So um, I, I think it needs to be more people uh, expressing, you know, I don't care who you vote for. You you love Trump, President Trump, then you love President Trump. I don't really don't give a shit. Like that's your own personal opinion. I still love you. Who cares? You know, like that that shouldn't matter because, you know, growing up. I mean, I'm not that old. I'm, I just turned 32 a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, I, I just remember growing up. I don't remember politics or all these other crazy things. I mean, I was a little bit younger. Race was obviously still a thing in L.A. So like, Rodney King riots were in the 90s. I was obviously way too young, but. Yeah, um, high. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, I was I was a little too young for that. But, but you know, and it, we're always going to have our issues and stuff like that. But Yeah. You know, I just I just wish that more people would see individuals like us in the military, because if you look on um, because we're so attached to our phones nowadays, if you look at like any real veteran social media, um, you know, if you look at the guys who are currently in, you're going to see pictures and stories of brotherhood that, you know, these fun stories. They're out with their friends on the weekends. They're serving with them during the weekdays uh, and, and they're out in the field having fun. They're trying to make the best of each moment that, that sucks, you know, when you're in the mud and the rain and, and it's hard they're taking pictures and they're, they're trying to enjoy those moments. Um, and, and then you look at the guys who are no longer serving, they got out um, and they post old pictures of when they fought in the early war and they, how they talk about how they missed their friends, their battle buddies who are no longer with us or have moved on. And um, it always reverts back to that, that military service. So I think that's the one thing that, uh, the civilian community can take away from us is just learning how we treat each other in the military. We we do it. I mean, obviously we have our issues as well. We're not fucking perfect, but you know, we, we do, there are more good than bad of us in the military that do a good job at, um, you know, reciting those, reciting those values, living by those values and, and ensuring that we treat each other with respect and, and, and just, you know, really love each other. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's, And I've said this before to other veterans is that we we as veterans need to be at the forefront right now for our country. You know, we went off, we fought during the war and the civilians back home were supportive and we came home. A lot of some of us came home. Some of us didn't. The rest of us were broken physically, mentally. And now all this shit's popping off at home. And now the civilian world's going fucking crazy and losing their mind. And it needs to be the veteran community that steps forward and be like, all right, well, I guess we're going to handle this shit, too, you know, and I don't mean, like, physically, like, we're going to move Americans, I mean, like, it needs to be us, you know, um, talking verbally, it needs to be something that we preach, and show each other, and show our brothers, and sisters, and our neighbors, how we treat each other, in the military, we need to do that to the civilian people, it's like, no, 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 this is how you treat each other, and, like, I think that if we attack that at the forefront, we could hopefully get after something,
0: yeah, most definitely, most definitely, it baffles me, because I'm like, Want people to open their eyes and see we have children and we don't want to keep carrying this this hatred over and over and history repeats and i'm just like this is what we're going to be setting up for them if we don't stop now they're watching this and yeah. i'd be damned if i you know what i mean have anything to do with them you know but i can't do it by myself we need yeah. all of all races all genders, all of us all, all of us doesn't matter what you look like what you wear what gender you are you're American, and you matter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, I have hope that we get there, but it's just like, how will. you people? <laughs> Every day, I'm just like, just want to just, just run around, and just slap everybody, but for the good, for the good, yeah. not bad slap, slap of love, slap of love. Wow. Um, well, I appreciate you stopping back by, and I, yeah. I you know, I. I felt so bad. It was nothing I could do. Oh,
1: that's nice. But your fault.
0: thank you. But I knew I said he's he's a good guy. He'll be okay with it. But yeah. you know, that's it. I'm not using them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know you have things you need to do. And uh maybe we can talk again another time. So if yeah, you wouldn't mind. After yeah, you read yeah. The book. yeah, for sure. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> the door should any moment now I'm calling. <laughs> um, I really am uh, So if you could Leave the listeners with With the name of your book again Where they could find it um, And any social media links you have Or anything you want them to know
1: Yeah so um, The the book is titled Ghost of the Valley uh, You can find it on Amazon And then for the digital platforms You could find it on uh, Nook and Kindle um, And then hopefully mid-December We'll be out with an audio book uh, for social media, um, both Instagram and Facebook, it's Ghost of the Valley, and then for my personal, for Facebook, it's Sean Tobias Ambries, and then for uh, Instagram, it's Chief underscore Pink Mist. So, if anyone has any questions or someone I want to talk to, they could find me on one of those platforms, and then you know, I message them back.
0: Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. You, uh, after talking with you last time and that today, you made me feel. <laughs> I didn't feel safe I feel lost and you know this has been the roughest year
1: yeah it's been a rough year for everybody and um you know it, it just a lot of crazy things going on in the world with other countries and there's a lot of uncertainty uncertainties and unknowns but you know ultimately you know from I can tell I, I I'm not a political guy I really don't know much about politics I I it doesn't interest me um You know, but from a military perspective, I could just because of of the training I've witnessed, the people I've met and the equipment that we have. You know, if anyone if anyone tries to go toe to toe with America, I mean, it it doesn't matter if they're equally as great as us with the same with the same equipment. It's just the American will that like it's literally going to be you're going to have to kill all of us. You know, we're going to do everything we can to protect this country, um, no matter what that threat is um americans just don't we just don't fucking quit so um okay. we'll continue to go out every day and protect people so don't feel like uh you should feel unsafe for any reason um although i'm older and i'm i'm not the one doing the fighting as much anymore there are there are many people a lot of my younger soldiers a lot of people are still coming up in the ranks that um, are going to be great future leaders and uh you know they're going to provide a lot of wealth of knowledge and experience to our army so um you know, from a military standpoint, the safety stand, standpoint, yeah, always be cognizant of your surroundings. Always have a plan every time you go somewhere. I mean, that I, I always do. I always have a plan everywhere I go, no matter where I'm walking. I'm always looking for the next piece of cover and consume it and everything something pops off. Um, always be as nice as you can to the next person you meet, no matter if they're American or not. Just always have a plan to kill them. It's just it's the way it is. So um but, you know, as far as feeling unsafe, I wouldn't feel that. You, you know, we have, a, we have a damn good military. Mil- yeah. all, all the branches are amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned with any of that.
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, I've learned so much from you that I've never learned from anybody in the military before. So I have a different way of thinking. Thinking like a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, everybody, this was our amazing hero, soldier, author. Sean Ambrose I say it correctly right Ambrose mm-hmm. okay yeah. just making sure I don't like screwing up names <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much and you're welcome here anytime you're a family of Voices of Courage and just we appreciate you
1: thank you I appreciate you having me
0: thank you